React Query FAQs. Teakdodo's blog. The 6th of November 2022. Last update. The 17th of July 2022. I have been answering a lot of questions over the last 18 months regarding React Query. Being involved in the community and answering questions was what got me into open source in the first place, and it was also a big factor for writing this React Query related series of articles. I'm still excited to answer questions, especially if they are well formulated and of the non-standard kind. Please see my post How Can I? If you don't know what I mean or want to know what makes a question a good question. However, I have also seen a couple of repetitive questions that are mostly straightforward for me to answer, but still require a bit of effort to get into writing. That's what this article is mainly about. To give myself yet another resource to point people towards when I see those questions again. Without further ado, here are the top questions and my two cents on them. How can I pass parameters to refetch? The short answer is still, you cannot. But there's a very good reason for that. Every time you think that's what you want, you usually don't. Mostly, code that wants to refetch with parameters looks something like this. Copy refetch with parameters. Copy code to clipboard one const, data, refetch, equals use query item equals greater than fetch item id one three less than button on click equals equals greater than four revolving light this is not how it works six greater than show item two less than button greater than parameters or variables are dependencies to your query in the above code we define a query key item so whatever we fetch will be stored under that key if we were to refetch with a different id it would still write to the same place in the cache, because the key stays the same. So id2 would then overwrite data for id1. If you were to switch back to id1, that data would be gone. Caching different responses under different query keys is one of React Query's greatest strengths. The hypothetical, refetch with parameters, API would take that feature away. This is why refetch is only meant to replay the request with the same variables. So in essence, you don't really want a refetch. You want a new fetch for a different id. To use React Query effectively, you have to embrace the declarative approach. The query key defines all dependencies that the query function needs to fetch data. If you stick to that, all you have to do to get refetches is to update the dependency. A more realistic example would look like this. Copy dynamic query key. Copy code to clipboard one const. Id. Set id equals use state 1, 3 const, data, equals use query, item, id, equals greater than fetch item, id, 5 less than button on click equals, equals greater than 6, check mark set id without explicitly refetching 8, greater than show item 2 less than, button greater than set id will re-render the component, react query will pick up the new key and start fetching for that key. It will also cache it separately from id 1. The declarative approach also makes sure that no matter where or how you update the id, your query data will always be in sync with it. So your thinking goes from, if I click that button, I want to refetch towards. I always want to see data for the current id. You also don't have to store that id in use state. It can be done in any way to store client-side state, stand, redix. In the above example, the URL would be a good place to store the id, too. Copyroll state. Copy code to clipboard one const, id, equals use params, three const, data, equals use query, item, id, equals greater than fetch item, 
id 5 check mark change url make use params pick it up 6 less than link to equals 2 greater than show item 2 less than link the best part about this approach is that you don't have to manage state that you get shareable urls and that the browser back button will also just work for your users to navigate between items loading states you might notice that switching query keys will put your query into hard loading state again that is expected because we change keys and there is no data for that key yet there are a bunch of ways to ease the transition like setting a placeholder data for that key or prefetching data for the new key ahead of time a nice approach to tackle this problem is to instruct the query to keep previous data copy keep previous data copy code to clipboard one const data is previous data equals use query 3 equals greater than fetch item id 5 keep previous data true with this flag on react query will still show data for id 1 while data for id 2 is being fetched additionally the as previous data flag on the query result will be set to true so that you can act accordingly in the ui maybe you want to show a background loading spinner in addition to the data or you'd like to add opacity to the shown data indicating that it's stale that is totally up to you react query just gives you the means to do that hooray when interacting with the query cache directly be that because you want to perform an update from a mutation response or because you want to invalidate from mutations i sometimes get reports that the updates are not reflected on the screen or that it simply doesn't work if that's the case it mostly boils down to one of two issues one query keys are not matching query keys are hashed deterministically so you don't have to keep referential stability or object key order in mind however when you call query client set query data the key must still match the existing key fully as an example those two keys do not match copinin matching keys copy code to clipboard the second value of the key array as a string in the first example and a number in the second this can happen if you usually work with numbers, but get a string if you read from the URL with use params. The React Query DevTools are your best friend in this case, as you can clearly see which keys exist and which keys are currently fetching. Keep an eye on those pesky details though. I recommend using TypeScript and Query Key Factories to help with that problem. 2. The Query Client is not stable. In most examples, we create the query client outside of the app component, which makes it referentially stable. Copy standard example. Copy code to clipboard 1. Check mark created outside of the app 2 const query client equals new query client. 4 export default function app. 6 less than query client provider client equals query client greater than the query client holds the query cache. So if you create a new client, you also get a new cache, which will be empty. If you move the client creation into the app component, and your component re-renders for some other reason, e.g. a root change, your cache will be thrown away. Copy unstable query client. Copy code to clipboard one export default function app. 3 const query client equals new query client. 6 less than query client provider client equals query client. Greater than if you have to create your client inside the app. Make sure that it is referentially stable by using an instance ref or react state. Copy stable query client. Copy code to clipboard one export default function app. 3 const query client. Equals react. Use state. 
equals greater than new query client. 6 less than query client provider client equals query client greater than I do have a separate blog post on that topic. Use state for one-time initializations. Why should I use query client? Dot dot dot. If I can just as well import the client? The query client provider puts the created query client into React context to distribute it throughout your app. You can best read it with use query client. This does not create any extra subscriptions and will not cause any additional re-renders. If the client is stable, see above, it just avoids having to pass the client down as a prop. Alternatively, you could export the client and just import it wherever you need to. Copy exported query client. Copy code to clipboard 1. Down arrow exported so that we can import it to export const query client equals new query client. 4 export default function app. 6 less than query client provider client equals query client greater than here are a couple of reasons why using the hook is preferred. 1. Use query uses the hook too. When you call use query, we call use query client under the hood. This will look up the nearest client in React context. Not a big deal, but if you ever get into the situation where the client you import is different from the one in context you'll have a hard to trace bug that could be avoided. 2. It decouples your app from the client. The client you define in your app is your production client. It might have some default settings that work well in production. However, in testing, it might make sense to use different default values. One example is turning off retries during testing, because testing erroneous queries might time out the test otherwise. A big advantage of React context when used as a dependency injection mechanism is that it decouples your app from its dependencies. Use query client just expects any client to be in the tree above, not a specific client. You'll lose that advantage if you import the production client directly. 3. You sometimes can't export. It is sometimes necessary to create the query client inside the app component, as shown above. One example is when using server-side rendering, because you want to avoid having multiple users share the same client. The same is true when you work with micro-front-ends. Apps should be isolated. If you create the client outside the app, then use the same app twice on the same page, they'll share a client. Lastly, if you want to use other hooks in the default values of the query client, you also need to create it inside the app. Consider a global error handler that wants to show a toast for every failing mutation. Copy use other hooks. Copy code to clipboard 1 export default function app. 2. Checkmark we couldn't use toast outside of the app 3 const toast equals use toast. 4 const query client equals react. Use state 7 mutation cache. New mutation cache 8 down arrow but we needed here 9 on error. Error, equals greater than toast. Show, type. Error, error, 15 less than query client provider client equals, query client, greater than 17 less than, query client provider greater than so if you create your query client like that, there is no way that you can just export it and import it in your app. My best guess on why you would want to export the client is if you're working with a legacy class component that needs to do some query invalidation, and you can't use hooks there. If that is the case, and you can't refactor to a functional component easily, consider creating a render props version. 
Use Query Client Render Props Copy Use Query Client Render Props Copy Code to Clipboard 1 Const Use Query Client Equals Children Equals Greater Than Children Use Query Client Copy Usage Copy Code to Clipboard 4 Onclick Equals Equals Greater Than Query Client Invalidate Queries Items And by the way You can do the same thing for Use Query Or any other hook for that matter Copy Use Query Render Props Copy code to clipboard 1 const use query equals children props equals greater than children use query props copy usage copy code to clipboard 1 less than use query query key equals items query fn equals fetch items greater than 2 data is loading ice error equals greater than why do i not get errors if your network request fails, you'd ideally want your query to go to the error state. If that doesn't happen, and you still see a successful query instead, that means that your query FN did not return a failed promise. Remember, React Query doesn't know, or care, about status codes or network requests at all. It needs a resolved or rejected promise that the query FN needs to provide. If React Query sees a rejected promise, it can potentially start retries. Pause queries if you are offline and eventually put the query into the error state, so it's quite an important thing to get right. The Fetch API Luckily, many data fetching libraries like Axios or KY transform erroneous status codes like 4xx or 5xx into failed promises, so if your network request fails, your query fails too. The notable exception is the built-in Fetch API which will only give you a failed promise if the request failed due to a network error. This is of course documented here, but it's still a stumbling block if you've missed this. Copyrong fetch API example. Copy code to clipboard one use query. To do's, toto id, async, equals greater than, two const response equals await fetch. To do's, plus toto id, three, revolving light 4xx or 5xx are not treated as errors to overcome this. You need to check if the response was okay and transform it into a rejected promise if it wasn't. Correct fetch happy example copy correct fetch happy example. Copy code to clipboard one use query. To do's, toto id, async, equals greater than two const response equals await fetch. To do's, plus toto id, three, checkmark transforms 4xx and 5xx into failed promises 5 throw new error. Network response was not okay. Logging. The second reason I've seen a lot is that errors are caught inside the query FN for logging purposes. If you do that without re-throwing the error, you will again return a successful promise implicitly. Copyrong logging example. Copy code to clipboard one use query. To do's, toto id, async, equals greater than three const, data, equals await axios.get, to do's, plus toto id, seven, revolving light here, and empty, promise less than void greater than is returned if you want to do this, remember to rethrow the error, copy correct logging example, copy code to clipboard one use query, to do's, toto id, async, equals greater than, three const, data, equals await axios.get, to do's, plus toto id, seven, check mark here, a failed promise is returned an alternative and not so verbose way to handle errors is to use the on error callback of use query. Copying on error. 
Copy code to clipboard for const. Data equals await axios.get. To do's plus toto id. 7. On error. Error equals greater than console. Error, error. I definitely prefer the callbacks, and you can read more about different ways to handle errors in number 11. React query error handling. That's it for today. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter if you have any questions, or just leave a comment below. Down arrow.